Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is January 5th, and we will be reading paragraphs 33 through 40 today. The human person, with his openness to truth and beauty, his sense of moral goodness, his freedom, and the voice of his conscience, with his longings for the infinite and for happiness, man questions himself about God's existence. In all this he discerns signs of his spiritual soul. The soul, the seed of eternity we bear in ourselves, irreducible to the merely material, can have its origin only in God. The world and man attest that they contain within themselves neither their first principle nor their final end, but rather that they participate in being itself, which alone is without origin or end. Thus, in different ways, man can come to know that there exists a reality, which is the first cause and final end of all things, a reality that everyone calls God. Man's faculties make him capable of coming to a knowledge of the existence of a personal God. But for man to be able to enter into the real intimacy with him, God willed both to reveal himself to man and to give him the grace of being able to welcome this revelation in faith. The proofs of God's existence, however, can predispose one to faith and help one to see that faith is not opposed to reason. Roman numeral three, the knowledge of God according to the church. Our Holy Mother, the Church, holds and teaches that God, the first principle and last end of all things, can be known with certainty from the created world by the natural light of human reason. Without this capacity, man would not be able to welcome God's revelation. Man has this capacity because he is created in the image of God. In the historical conditions in which he finds himself, However, man experiences many difficulties in coming to know God by the light of reason alone. Though human reason is, strictly speaking, truly capable by its own natural power and light of attaining to a true and certain knowledge of the one personal God who watches over and controls the world by his providence and of the natural law written in our hearts by the Creator, Yet there are many obstacles which prevent reason from the effective and fruitful use of this inborn faculty. For the truths that concern the relations between God and man wholly transcend the visible order of things, and if they are translated into human action and influence, and influence it, they call for surrender and abnegation. The human mind, in its turn, is hampered in the attaining of such truths not only by the impact of the senses and the imagination, but also by disordered appetites, which are the consequences of original sin. So it happens that men in such matters easily persuade themselves that what they would not like to be, that what they would not like to be true is false or at least doubtful. This is why man stands in need of being enlightened by God's revelation, 
not only about those things that exceed his understanding, but also about those religious and moral truths which of themselves are not beyond the grasp of human reason, so that even in the present condition of the human race, they can be known by all men with ease, with firm certainty, and with no admixture of error. Roman numeral four, how can we speak about God? In defending the ability of human reason to know God, the church is expressing her confidence in the possibility of speaking about him to all men and with all men, and therefore of dialogue with other religions, with philosophy and science, as well as with unbelievers and atheists. Since our knowledge of God is limited, our language about him is equally so. We can name, him, we can name God only by taking creatures as our starting point, and in accordance with our limited human ways of knowing and thinking. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.